Hello, I'm Chase Blasick, an Asia-Pacific analyst at Rain. This podcast is brought to you by Rain Worldview. Subscribe today at rainworldview.com. This is Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. Welcome to the show. For those who follow the news closely, there is a country that used to top the daily news cycle. Recent events are no longer pulling big headlines. But if you follow geopolitics, the chances are you still keep an eye on Iraq and its geopolitical significance in the Middle East. Charles Thorson is here, and he's got details of a developing crisis in Iraq. He's a security analyst for Rain. Welcome, Charles. Hi, Emily. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Let's talk about Iraq. I want to know, first of all, whether the Russia-Ukraine war is affecting the country, and perhaps you could tell me if so, how? Well, so far it appears uh, as certainly Iraq is vulnerable to an impact from the Russia-Ukraine war. Um, the uh, Iraqis uh, imported approximately 32% of their cooking oil from Ukraine in 2020, and so that would indicate that Ukraine is certainly vulnerable to an impact, especially in terms of cooking oil, but also in terms of wheat and flour imports, uh, which uh, Ukraine and Russia are both big international suppliers of uh, wheat and flour. Um, and um, making matters worse here, uh, local countries that Iraq would otherwise import from, like Turkey, are restricting their exports uh, because they're dealing with uh, food crises of their own or uh, other other economic crises of their own. So the places that Iraq would substitute from uh, are not uh, available as sources. Um, also making things difficult for Iraq is um, Iraq had planned on increasing its domestic wheat production and domestic uh, food crop production. However, uh, uh, the impact of climate change, including drought and uh, a, um, a, uh, a a smaller than expected uh, harvest, uh, wheat harvest, have uh, really uh, cut into Iraq's ability to uh, supply itself with food. So what I'm hearing from you, Charles, is that there is a food crisis developing or it's already underway. So what does the short-term outlook look like for Iraq being able to deal with this food insecurity? Well, the, the short term is, is relatively good news. Uh, in addition to the increasing uh, price of, of global food commodities, the price of oil, which is Iraq's primary uh, export, has also increased. So high oil prices should allow Iraq to uh, fund its uh, fairly vast welfare programs. Uh, including a uh, fairly a fairly vast um, uh, program where that that provides food to the poor. Um, so, in, at least in the short term, Iraq should be able to weather a short term crisis relatively easily, especially a short term food shortage. You mean short term? It's going to be able to feed people. Uh, over the short term, it's planning on importing to offset from the countries that it can import from to offset uh, the lack of supply. Um, that being said, uh, and with the higher price of oil, it can afford to buy, to purchase uh, wheat and other commodities at higher prices. This food problem is affecting the entire globe. So already we're seeing countries that are 
banning some exports of grains, such as India. Let's talk a little bit about whether this could turn into a long-term problem for Iraq, and if so, what are some of the factors that might develop then? So this could develop into a long-term problem for Iraq, especially as the Ukraine conflict remains unresolved, and especially if food prices remain high and the price of oil drops significantly, where Iraq couldn't necessarily afford the higher prices. Obviously, as we know, the uh, oil market is subject to fairly frequent booms and busts, and so a sudden drop in oil prices could leave uh, Iraq in very difficult straits. Uh, I should also note that Iraq is having trouble uh, providing other key uh, commodity or key uh, services and utilities such as power and water, uh, which uh, would would only compound a a, pro- a long-term food crisis. Well, then let's talk about um, the kind of secondary effects of such a situation, as sometimes happens with places that have seen sectarian or militant violence. I would assume. Should this continue, Iraq could be vulnerable on this front? Oh, yes, they could, especially in former Islamic State-held territories, which are in central Iraq and um, have uh, been decimated uh, both physically and um, and you know socially by war. So there are a lot of internal displaced persons in central Iraq. Additionally, a lot of the arable, a lot of Iraq's arable land is in former Islamic State-held territories. So there could be a situation where a group like Islamic State may try and either uh, take advantage of uh, the the a prolonged food crisis, or other other groups may also step in. Uh, to in an attempt to either um, provide food or uh, shore up support, uh, possibly using food aid as a weapon, which uh, Islamic State, for example, has done at least in Syria. During the Iraq War, this kind of thing happened where a group stepped in, offered what they couldn't get from the government or from official territories, and that's how that, that long civil war kicked off in a way, right? Yes, and that's certainly a possibility in a long-term food crisis for Iraq if this crisis per- persists beyond uh, a, you know, uh, the next you know, year or two, um, especially if Iraq can't afford to purchase what it needs to purchase abroad. And these uh, issues compound. You, know, you have the increased food insecurity combined with water scarcity and along with electricity and power shortages. It's likely to provide multiple different openings for various sectarian actors, whether Islamic State or even uh, Iranian-linked Shiite groups to kind of fill the void that the government can't. Well, that's a lot to think about, isn't it? Um, Thank you so much, Charles, for that insight. Thank you, Emily. Charles Thorson is a global security analyst with RAIN. You can see his work in RAIN Worldview, which offers objective security threat intelligence covering the global landscape. You can subscribe today at RAINWorldview.com. Right now, there's an excellent subscription price. Go to RAINWorldview.com for details and subscribe today. I'm Emily Donahue, and thank you for listening. 